Hello, and welcome to the Modcast, where we compare Pokemon and Digimon. I'm Stevie, and today I'm joined by Chisai. Hi. The current score is 22-21 to Pokemon, and this time we'll be discussing the 44th episodes, Airtime and Dark Sun, Dark Spore. We recommend watching the episodes before you listen any further, but you do you. And, of course, a big thank you to our fantastic Patreons for supporting the show. If you want to join them, you'll gain early access to the uncut versions of the show, a week ahead of the edited versions. Let's get right into Pokemon, shall we? Let's get right into Pokemon. Airtime. I love was... this. Yeah, I love this too. It was just like, well, first of all, like, I just love Team Rocket. This is just so... the perfect episode of Pokemon. Yeah, it, it's so good. So the episode is basically just, uh, they've just got the uh, plane badge from the Goldenrod City Gym, which, mm-hmm. by the way, is the best city in all of Pokemon. You're not wrong. It's just it's my favorite. Um, So... It's, and it's always been my favorite since I was a kid. The, the music, the radio station, just everything. The fact that there's a maglev, it's, it's great. Anyway, so Ash gets approached by an adult because, of course, he does. Help, I need an adult. He just gets approached by adults. It's weird. And um, he's asked to be on a show because he just got the badge and apparently nobody beats Whitney ever. And then, of course, meanwhile, Team Rocket are also wanting to get free food. And I'm not sure how... When I was a kid, I was always like, oh yeah, Misty's really rela- uh, relatable, Ash is really relatable, but as an adult, just Team Rocket's so relatable. They're, they're so just, like, relatable. Maybe, maybe there are free samples. So they're just really hyped for that. And uh, so they go to the the radio tower and they fi- they dis- disguise themselves as the Doug Trio Trio because, of course, they do because they want free food and they're not, they're, they get kicked out otherwise. They get, like, people mistake them for the ventriloquist with a meowth because they dress exactly like them out of sheer co- coincidence and convenience. And I, I absolutely love that the radio station is going to interview someone who has a ventriloquist act. Like, yeah. the, you know, that thing that is mostly a not visual act. Oh, yes, completely. Like, you'll have to just take our word for it here. It's just... And this it's is like a really good act. Too. Yeah. Like, oh, this is a really good act. It's just a voice. They could have just brought in a third person, which I guess... They like, did. did. Yeah. So they end up having to... Team Rocket and uh, the Ash Ketchum's group get end up joining with DJ Mary to put on this radio show. And it's basically ends up being more like those playground fights in the 90s, which were just sort of like, well, I use this attack. Well, I block that big attack. Well, I have um, the super mega attack. Well, I have a super mega a mega attack. And it just sort of ends up, they keep, they keep on saying, oh, but this, oh, but this, and this, and this. <laughs> I love it. And most of it's just in this this audio drama and then there's a real fight of course there is but it's just uh, the entire but the entire fight they have to keep pretending is fake even as they really fight team rocket who is yeah. referred to for this episode as team socket yeah which is amazing it's, it's so good i wish i had access to the japanese version because i just want to see the pun god that'd use. be so it'd, good because like 
I, I just love Japanese puns because it's just, they're funny. And um, yeah, so that's sort of the basic synopsis of the episode, but it's just, it's so good and Team Rocket are just so relatable and they just want free samples. They don't even start with any evil intentions. No, no. They just want food. Uh-huh. And how do you get food? by mo- With money and I guess working and stealing Pikachu. So it's like, uh, you know, I get that. Sometimes you just got to Yeah. It's great. And oh, also the whole Pokemon pretending to be a stuffed toy thing is so Digimon. Yeah. Yeah, it reminds me of in um, in Adventure where, when they're taking the... That they first get home from the summer camp and they have to hold the, the Digimon and pretend they're stuffed animals and it just happened again. I absolutely... Just, it, it was wonderful that the Who's That Pokemon was just Pikachu. Yeah, I, I, I took a screenshot of that and I was meant to upload it, but I was just sort of like... It was just so much. It was just like, who's that Pokemon? I'm like, well, it looks like Pikachu, but surely it can't be Pikachu because that's really obvious. Yeah, if it were a later season, I'd have guessed Mimikyu, but no, no, it's yeah. just Pikachu. But yeah, even in that position, it's just, it's Pikachu. It's just, who else could it be? Like, it's just, why? I guess because there's no Monster of the Week, really? Yeah, I don't know. Anyway. It's weird. That's, it was very silly. And I did not think they would ever actually do a Who's That Pokemon of Pikachu, but they did. Yeah, because it's like all those jokes on the internet. It's like, Who's That Pokemon is clearly not Pikachu. It's like Clefairy or um, Dugtrio or something really obvious. And then they say, it's Pikachu! And that's not Pikachu. Like, ah! Yeah. But uh, no, this time, actually Pikachu. I have never gotten over its Jigglypuff as seen from above. Yeah, or it's, uh, it's, yeah, because they say, oh, it's Voltorb. It's clearly Voltorb. Who else could it be? It's No, it's a Pokeball. No, it's Jigglypuff from above. Which is just like, that's that's an exam. I love it. Um, yeah, so it's it's a really good episode. If you haven't yet, you should. That it was really funny and good. Yeah, I really really liked it. It was um, it was surprising because sometimes Pokemon episodes can be a little bit mm, good, but like not like a little bit boring or a little bit like come on, that's too convenient. And this was a lot of wow, that's convenient. Oh, like they managed to just be with where Team Rocket is. Okay, and a lot of Pokemon is that, but they but this episode was just so enjoyable. I was able to look past that. But was it filler for poker filler? It definitely was. Yeah, it was definitely filler, but it was good filler. It was just it, it was, was just the so best enjoyable. It, I, I I enjoyed watching this. I had fun. It was like of course like yeah, it's childish because guess what? It's a show for children. And yes, it is very convenient. Everything sort of like why do why do random people always approach Ash? It, how did he find Ash? He was just having lunch. Oh, Why we forgot that Ash was nervous adult? because... Uh, oh, yeah. That, the, 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 that, yeah <laughs> he was nervous was because Mary. everyone in Pallet Town was going to be there. Yeah. I'm, I'm Pallet Town from Ash. Yeah, I like how Mary diffuses it. She sort of just says, I'll pretend you're having a Pokemon battle, and this just snaps Ash out of it completely. It's so good. I love her. I wish she were a regular character. Character. Yeah, I, I love I love her um her whole outfit. Like it's just it's I, just great. I don't think Brock hit on her. I don't think so either. Which is honestly weird, but I'm here for it. I was about to say it's because she's too professional, but like Nurse Joy and Officer Junior <laughs> are also very professional. But like I don't know, I think she's just too cool. She was very cool. She is definitely way too good for him. Yeah, and like she actually looks like a sprite from the game. So yeah, cool. Because some of those sprites are a little bit hit or miss. Yeah, yeah. So final thoughts for this episode? Um, uh, maybe. One of the better episodes of Pokemon. Nothing important oh, happens, but it doesn't need to. Yeah, nothing important. Like, uh, it, it's just nice. It's just Team Rocket's great. And as I said, they're so relatable and I'd probably die for them at this point. Like, it's just, they're just 
nice. I like them. And why is who's that Pokemon Pikachu? Like, it's just, I still can't, I couldn't get over that when I first watched it. It's just, why? I mean, have, I guess they've, they've, they couldn't use any other Pokemon, could they? Because there's no other Pokemon in this episode except for, like, Charizard, Chikorita, and Meowth, right? Yeah. Mm. Uh, oh, and uh, Mecha Meowth. Yeah, Mecha Meowth. And, Me- and Meowth's like, I can't do that. I'm like, well, it's a radio show, so you can. He's like, just oh, fake okay. It. Yeah. The irony here is that, of course, this this makes very clear that they would have a very promising entertaining career if they would just stop doing crime. Yeah, I mean, like, throughout... All I mean, I get Pokemon, it. They're gay. They have... they have to, but... Yeah, of course. The, the villains have to be gay because they're villains, of course. And be gay, do but crime. That's the rules. Be, be gay, do crime. But the thing is that they've, Team Rocket have shown so many job occupations that they're actually good at yeah. that aren't being Literally criminals. anything but crime, they'd be fine. But crime pays. Not well, apparently. But maybe better than any other job that they would be able to do, apparently. Yeah. Or maybe yeah. they just kind of like being criminals. Yeah. I don't know. Everyone's good to have hobbies. Though, if I had to say something negative about this episode, it's just that the voice acting is stiff. And it's so stiff that when they're trying to, when they're doing the reading of the radio play, when they're reading lines, it's more, it's, it, it's, it's stiffer. But there's so little difference between the <laughs> stiffness of the voices from normal it's just only a little bit stiffer. Yeah, yeah. Really, the yeah. only difference is that they're they're trying to do ridiculous old English. Yeah, but oh. just I don't know. I, just, I don't know why I found the voice acting so stiff. It just felt so. It was intentionally stiff, which was no, 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 no. For the whole episode, like, from the, like the start, like yeah, I'm just you're saying, not wrong. Like it just Ash just always feels like his it's just his voice. Like I'm not gonna say Ash is Ash is stiff because that comes out wrong. But Ash is just he always just sounds like. The voice actor's uncomfortable, and maybe maybe that's because um, I believe it was still I forgot her full name, but I think her name was Tracy, the, the voice actress of the of Ash, like the first one. Maybe she was trying to do a boy's voice, and that's hard. Yeah, and maybe. I don't, I don't know, but it just always feels stiff, and Misty always feels like that per- the person's trying to be. Like, the voice is too high-pitched. Like, oh, I'm Misty. Like, I feel like she's always putting her voice up a little too higher much, than yeah. it needs to be. Like, it, just, it doesn't feel like a natural voice. And just, it's something that is the case with, I guess, a lot of um, early anime English dubs, mm-hmm. I found, that sometimes the voice is just a little bit, like, all the men sound, like, they're just a little bit too extra, but not in, like, the Japanese way of, like, oh, wow, that's extra, just sort of, like, wow, that's that's kind of lame. But uh, Team Rocket's voice actors are great, by the way, that they've... Uh, no notes. Well, Team Rocket, keep doing what you're doing. I love everything that you're doing constantly. <laughs> they're so I'm a big good. Team Rocket they're just they're perfect. They're so good. They're, and they're just, like, they're so relatable. Like, I think they're in their, they're meant to be in their mid-twenties, and was like, yep, same. Relatable. They just want free food. <laughs> free food and a job that pays better than minimum wage, and, like, we're happy. We're good. Yeah. And then we don't ever get either of them. Nope. It's Digi time again. So, the start of the episode is fairly dark. It carries on from the previous episode, and we get Ken and a bunch of children being kidnapped, except the children are okay with being kidnapped. Yeah. And they're all trying to chase that car. Joe's drive... Uh, Joe's... No, not Joe. Joe's dad. Joe, brother. Joe's dad. I can't say brother. I say Joe. I say Joe's dad. Joe's brother is driving with uh, Davis and Cody and their Digimon. And uh, we also have Yoli and Kari being girlfriends and having their Digimon oh, Jogras evolve I because Tail- Tailmon has beef with uh, Lady Devimon still, yeah. which I love. Yeah. I, I love the carried over beef. We get a... Uh, Early in Zero Two, we get uh, Mega Seedramon, and they they mention it being from uh, 
uh, like in the the van the Mon arc in Digimon Adventure. Hmm, I forgot about I that. I believe. I think I think they make a reference to that. I think you're right. Yeah, I think they say, "Oh, that's the same one," or, or I don't know because Joe's in that episode. I think. Yeah, that like, sounds oh, that, right. That's when uh, Ikakumon evolved for the first time, or something along those lines. So I like when they they're sort of like almost beef between Digimon. We didn't even. I'm not sure if it's even the same Levy, Lady Devimon. They I even think say Lady it. Devimon died. Yeah, I think she did too. But Gatomon's just still mad at her for being Lady Devimon. I'm just like, uh, okay. That's fair, to be honest. She is pretty terrible. I mean, but then Angelomon and Lady Devimon merge together to be a completely gay Digimon of Mastemon. They're very gay. Yeah, Cybersuthian has them, like, almost kiss, but when they evolve, it's what... I love it. I that love that it. was surprising. Like, okay, okay, they're making the DNA evolutions even gayer. Okay, which... <laughs> I didn't know it was possible, but we got there. We did it. Have we have we ever seen a DNA evolution that's straight? Because I feel like the straightest is uh, Matt and Ty, and that's really not saying much. No. Or maybe it's saying a lot. Cause... Well, so it's I, I feel like they were very determined not to have mixed gender DNAs, especially if they were going to do the "Oh my God, I can feel your heart beating" thing. But, uh, but then it just gay. comes off the... as extremely gay. Yeah. T- turns out, I can feel your heart beating is um. Yeah, that, that that doesn't that's not particularly platonic. And uh-huh. they, if they did it with mixed gender, it would not. It would honestly it would, be less sexual. It would be less romantic, and I just <sighs> I don't know. That said, TK and uh, Yori being the leftovers. Eh. Yeah, and they're just sort of like, oh, I guess we're evolution. Par-. I like how they just say, okay, we're leftovers, so we have to be evolution <laughs> it must partners, be implying us. that. But what if they didn't have evolutions? Because we've seen that some people don't get extra evolutions. Um, and they or, or at the very least, they make them have some character growth together before it happens. Yeah, they're just sort of like, well, I guess it's us. And Iora's like, well, I suddenly don't like you. Um, and Tigger's like, yeah, well, we suddenly don't like each other. Okay, we've never had any beef before, but now we do because it plot. But anyway, that's not this episode. No, no. So, uh, yeah, so we're chasing after. We've, we've really split this into three parts because we've got uh, one fight with uh, them with the the girls trying to kill yeah. Lady Devimon, the, ca- the cat the, fight, uh, the driving, and then I felt like there was a third thing. Uh, oh there right, was, uh, uh, so there's Ken and, and, Yori. and then there's T- yeah, T- with uh, Marine Devimon, who by That's the way is so is sick. Marine Devimon's so sick. I love him. I love He's it. so cool. I just I've always loved him. It's just like imagine if it's Devimon but with tentacles. <laughs> Like this is great. I love it. Like uh, I'm bored. Like very I love his design. He's a friend. Like I mean, he's not a friend. He's a bad guy, but he's a fr- I like him. I like what he ha- I like his. I like the way he has his face, and it's just the face of Devimon, but nothing else of Devimon, and it's just I know it's a lot better than Marine Angelmon, who's just a well. So a that's actually a, a really good pun on a Marine Angel. Yeah, like it, and it looks like it too. Yeah, yeah. No, so it's really good, but it does not look as impressive as Marine Devimon. Yeah, it's uh, funny that one one's huge, one's like the size of a building, and the other one's like can fit in your hand and can't like, talk. Yeah, and can, it's like the oh, yeah, only can, Digimon yeah. that can't. Yeah, at, at a at a high level, yeah. Usually they're rather communicative, but ba- I mean, babies can't talk. But I guess some of them of... can. Seems to depend. Um, I think the dub likes having them being able, the baby babies being able to talk because yeah. public Pokemon could talk in adventure, but that's the only time we've really seen a baby being able to talk. Uh, some baby Digimon yelled at Ken when he was having coma dreams. Yeah, that's right. But that might have just been a like, yeah. I'm not sure if that really happened. Dream. Yeah, because Ken Ken was going through some stuff. He really was. Like, 
Zero two. Ken goes through some stuff. Um, yeah, so currently Ken is going through some stuff. Uh, yeah. It is being described to him by Oikawa that... Uh, okay, so Oikawa is apparently been right there the whole time just off screen. So he was best friends with Cody's dad. He yeah. worked with Ken's dad and pre- uh, went to Ken's brother's funeral and pretended to be a journalist tr- to talk to uh, TK's mom about the uh, Hikari Gaoka stuff. Yeah. And yet none of us ever saw him until, you know, five episodes ago. Yeah, I mean, like, it's a, it, that's Digimon for you. Like, how many times did we have Jedi in Adventure just come up and say, hey, you know that thing that's happening? Well, I knew about this entire time, but I'm going to tell you about it now as it's happening. Or after it happened. So, like, Digimon doesn't know what foreshadowing is. Like, No. The best foreshadowing in all of Digimon is playing the Myotismon music during Ken's early stuff. Yeah, in the email. It's just like, oh, well, I guess I guess he's getting emailed from Myotismon. Ah, uh, thanks. But, yeah, they just, they don't foreshadow. They just kind of tell. Yeah. But only when it's relevant. And typically after it was relevant. Yeah, it's like, it's usually just as it's relevant or, like, just after Congratulations, you beat the, the uh, four Dark Masters. Let me explain why they happen. Yeah. Oh, let me explain. Oh, by the way, when I said there was an email, I didn't mean the Dark Masters. I actually meant Apokemon. Thanks, Jedi. Like, wh- why? Why does anyone even listen to Jedi at this point? I'm like, well, you only tell us when it's relevant, not when it's happening. Uh, we could really use some exposition. Yeah, like, yeah, it's a problem with Digimon. Like, I can't remember any time there's actually been foreshadowing of or anything that's really good. Yeah, it's because they make it up as they go along. Like, the only foreshadowing I can think of is the eight beds in um, uh, Devimon's mansion. And honestly, that could have been a mistake. Just, you like, that didn't have to mean anything. It could uh, just be absolute symmetry. Yeah, like, that's why I would have done eight beds. Yeah, like, where would you put the seventh? Just on the end, weirdly. No, eight beds looks better. So even then, it's just like, was that foreshadowing or is that just coincidence? Like, what <sighs> Digimon? Digimon. Um, but yeah, so the, the episode itself... I I will say the best part of the episode was the train gag. Oh yeah, I was just about I was just thinking about that. That's so relatable too. Like whenever I like they're getting rid of a lot of these, but the level crossings, like it always seems like there's more than one train coming past and it's just you're there for so long. Yes. Uh but yeah, other than that, not a whole lot happens in this episode. There's just some fight. Yeah, it's a, the I mean the other best part of the episode is the fact that the next episode or was it or maybe it's the next next episode but there's some there's a really good episode coming up yeah where they all yeah they, they all decide to kill Digimon is okay well we did finally but, have to kill some Digimon this episode so that was good yes so that leads into an upcoming episode and we see that the new children aren't really um okay with that they have not yet been and, sufficiently traumatized no and it's good the way that they split them up that I know that we, they split them up because of obviously uh, Jogress pairs sure but they split them up because also we have Yoli saying, oh, we killed a Digimon, that was bad. Did I do the wrong thing? Did, did, am I wrong? It was just kind of, well, um, you know. Yeah, and, and the same thing happens with Cody. Cody's like, we, we killed him. And he, even though he's being thanked by the girl that he rescued, he's just like, but we killed a Digimon. And they're both, both sides saved another, an innocent human who just isn't 
part of all this. I kind of wanted her to be, like, an O3 child if that had happened. Yeah, like, or someone we see again with a Digimon, I don't know, just... Yeah, something. Somebody, yeah. If they'd done this before the World Tour arc, having her get involved in that would have been cool. Yeah, like, it is nice seeing other people with Digimon, especially people we've seen before, and she's just, she's really cute. I like her. She's nice, yeah. Also, there's such a weird pun that clearly was directly translated from the Japanese version, but they kept it with um, Heightened View Terrace being to- said as Darken View Terrace, <laughs> which uh, it, it's, oh. it's funny, but wouldn't it be better to say Lotion View Terrace? Uh, yeah. Because obviously Hikari ga Oka, that's light. Sure. I think it's like Ankoku in yeah. the Japanese version. So that makes more sense in the Japanese version of being a direct translation light to dark. But in this one, it's just Heightened View Terrace, more like Darken View Terrace. Like... <laughs> and nobody laughs, and then he's just like, I see you don't like my sense of humor. And it's like, well, yeah, because it wasn't funny. Yeah, because it's not. In the Japanese version, yes, funny. English version, ha! But it's just, Ugh. it's great. And clearly, highlight of the episode was uh, obviously Yoli trying to actually fight a Digimon on her own because somebody is in, like, in danger, like another human. And it's just, that's so much bravery. Like, good on her. Yeah. Also, the real highlight, she had a really nice skirt. Yeah. And I just, I like Yoli existing. Like, well done, Yoli. Well done. Good job, you. So was this filler? Because I think no. No. I think it's too late in the season for filler. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, Not a lot was accomplished, but all of it was, you know, vaguely important. Yeah. And uh, overall thoughts for the episode of Digimon? Pretty good. Um, I would say better than we've had as as episodes recently, but still not actually Mm -hmm. amazing, which is a shame, because I I thought I remembered liking O2 better than this. Yeah, well, I I think this is the best part of Digimon Zero Two in terms of the episodes are probably of a better quality, but in general, it's it's the whole of Zero Two isn't good, but this is a good episode of Zero Two, like compared to the rest That's of fair. Zero Two. Yeah. Also, there was just a wee weird thing at the end where the episode ends with an unidentified Digimon and all the characters are saying, who is this guy? Who is this guy? Who, what does he want? And the narrator says, yeah, who is Daemon? I'm like, well, I guess we know his name. And I guess we know he's a Digimon. It's just, it's so weird. Like, why does the narrator name drop him? Well, when I, we th- just I think see he him? was name dropped in the Daemon core, like last episode. But for some reason, none of the characters remember that either. Yeah, well. So, like, it just doesn't work all around. Right. No, but. Oh, well. I, I I like his design, though, and I like the fact that, for some reason, every English translation nowadays calls him Creepymon for some reason. <laughs> Despite the fact we already gave him a name in the 90s. Well, well early 2000s. Don't know why we decided to start calling him Creepymon, but I guess that's his name now. It's still Whoops. better than King Drazel. Oh, gosh. And now it's time for Mono e Mono, where we attempt to compare these episodes by arguing with each one's over-trivial thing. So, Monster of the Week, because we didn't really have one for Pokemon, I think. I want to give a special notice to Cyber Meowth, but okay, Cyber Meowth, not yeah. enough to count. No, because it's still Meowth and it's not... Even then, it's not a Pokemon. It's a ventriloquist dummy pretending to be a robot, which is cool. Yeah. Um, 
So then I'm stuck between Lady Devimon, who is always fun, especially with the rivalry, and uh, yeah. Marine Devimon. See, I'm the same, but I think I might have to give it to Marine Devimon, even though he's got his design is less busy. But I feel like that's good. It's just a very simple design. Yeah, I'm into it. It's um, yeah, he's kind of cool looking. I wish we see him more. I feel like he's one of those Digimon that just sort of pop up, and he's in a couple of the toys, and we don't really see much other than that. But he is just so cool. Mm-hmm. He's got his like. He's got his back things, he's got his face, it just he just looks evil and I love that. He's just got a, such a simple good design. So I'm, I'm gonna, gonna give it to him. Go, yeah, I'm gonna give it to him as well. Our worst protagonist, because I'm gonna give it to Ash's entire group for just being stupid. Like, how can they not see that that's clearly <laughs> Team Rocket? Yeah, I mean my my instinct is always to go with Davis for being Davis, but on this occasion we'll give it to the the whole protag team. Well, yeah, that's because Davis opens his mouth like twice through the entire episode. Which makes it a very good episode for Davis. And he just ho- spends his whole time holding Wormon, which makes him okay because Wormon's great. Yes. So yeah, uh, Ash's entire group, just dumb. Yep. Best human? Maybe Yo Lee? Yeah, I would say Yo Lee. Like, I mean, I love Jesse's whole, like, I want to get into showbiz, but mm-hmm. also I like crime and I'm not, and I, but I can see a future in showbiz. <laughs> but yeah, I have to give it to Yo Lee because, like, she tries to 1v1 a huge disc. <laughs> scary Digimon who could kill her quite easily. Yes, and then is really sad when it gets killed. Yeah. Which Good is, for her. Like, Good for her. That, that's emotion. Like, she's f- feeling like, she feels bad about it and it's yeah. just... Yeah, no, nice. I'm with it. It's, yeah, like, well done, Yoli. Good good on you. And best storyline? I'm gonna say that as a as a story, Digimon was better, but I think yeah, as an I, episode, Pokemon was better. Yeah, I, I agree. The storyline, because it's ramping up to be something, is obviously Digimon and Pokemon doesn't really have a storyline while they say, and now we're on to the next gym. I don't think they're going to get to the next gym for like 20 episodes because that's just how Pokemon do. I think we have seen our last gym in Johto before we we move on at the end of Digimon. Yeah, so I guess we're never getting to that gym. So, sorry Ash, you don't get a storyline today. But episode, that's really, it's really hard because I kept on flip-flopping between Digimon and Pokemon. Digimon because it had more content. There was some meat to it. Yeah, there was some meat to it. There's some plot. There's some character development because Zero Two doesn't get much character development but for some reason it does now it's yeah. great cody cody apologizing to his dead father for having to kill someone is a whole thing yeah. there's some feels and we, get, and we get some cody uh character which we don't get much of in zero two which is a like, shame yeah which is a shame because cody has like an um, armadillomon is the best and i don't know why he didn't talk as much as he did because armadillomon is great and i did not appreciate armadillomon as much when i was a kid but he's good he's just adorable and uh, but yeah oh, it's really hard to choose the best episode because pokemon was fun that was a fun episode i enjoyed it 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 was entertaining but it, it just it was just so convenient and, I don't know, it didn't have a car chase. Digimon had a car chase. So, oh, it's really hard. because I really, And in talking about Pokemon, I was like, yeah, I'm going to choose Pokemon. I changed my mind. I'm going to choose Pokemon. But then talking about Digimon, it's like, it had some meat. It had, like, oh, yeah. it's just really hard. I'm so torn. I think I'm so 50-50. But, Let's mm. go ahead and give it to Digimon. Digimon had a better yeah. episode than average today. And it, yeah. it needs that. Yeah, like, Zero Two, like, it's a bad season, as I said. So, it makes this episode even better because Zero Two has so many episodes that are just fairly lackluster. Next time we'll be discussing the 45th episodes, The Bug Stops Here and The Dark Gate. If you want to talk about today's episodes, you can reach us on Twitter, via email, and in the Moncast Discord. And you can support the show via Patreon to gain access to the Moncast Uncut. Of course, a big thank you to Chisai for joining me as well. And where can people find you, Chisai? On Discord. 
And I believe you have a Tumblr, Cheeseside236 at Tumblr. I think you are correct about that. And I believe you have some amazing art as well. This may or may not be true. Maybe. So I guess you'll have to check Cheeseside out on Cheeseside236 at Tumblr. Indeed. And Indeed. And all the links are in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, bye-bye. Bye, Stevie. Bye, Cheeseside. Anyway, I'm going to cough again. <coughs> the uncut version of this episode is going to be amazing. Just Yeah, just me not being able to talk and also coughing because my... Why is my voice dead today? I almost sound like I'm Australian for some reason. Very strange, Stevie. Yeah, it must be something in my throat. Just, I've, it's an absolute Vegemite or something. Yeah, it's Vegemite or something. It must be, because I sound Australian and I'm not Australian because obviously I'm from Manchester. They're very different accents.